Welcome to Real Black Consciousness Forum Podcast. This is Big VJ checking in. Today's conversation, right? We're going to, um, <laughs> today's conversation, yo, we're going to talk about black folks' obsession. <laughs> well, you know, our people got an obsession with Africa, right? We, we just got this thing as black folks in America. We got this obsession with Africa. And we're just going to have a real conversation about it, right? We, you know, we're not going to go over any sources, anything like that. We're just going to have a short and brief conversation about Africa, about African spirituality, about uh, <laughs> when you hear that term, what to think. We're going to have a conversation about West African spirituality, uh, whatever that is, uh, maybe even East African spirituality system, right? We're going to talk about it all, right? Here on Real Black Consciousness Forum Podcast, um, you know, we always like to say that the comments is the engine and the fuel to the machine, right? So this is not necessarily like, this ain't my platform. This is our platform because when you base your conversations off the comments, you know, it's not an original thought, right? You just, the comments moved you along. It moved the needle, right? So... Here on this platform, we talk about history. We talk about um, sometimes the relationship with the black man and black woman. Sometimes we talk about politics. Uh, sometimes we talk about, uh, we kind of stay away from religion. We talk about local events, what's happening in the news locally. And then we may even talk about national news, national events. But recently, you know, we've been talking about history because that's what we normally do. More people have more comments based on a historic post than they do if we talk about anything else, right? So, again, comments is the fuel and engine to the machine, right? The comments. So, here on Real Black Consciousness One Podcast, we've been talking about black folks being in the Americas prior to the slave trade, prior to Columbus even coming here. Now, that's a very powerful conversation. Now, the sources that we use to talk about that, and so they're all devils, right? Because I learned black folks is more receptive to information if you tell them that a devil wrote it, right? Because the messenger have already told us, the messenger said, look, uh, you love the devil because he gives you nothing, right? So that's the sources that we use. We can use black sources, right? Black scholars, we just don't do it because we get pushback. Uh, I could put together some slides and some PowerPoints, but I don't do it because I'm going to get pushed back. So when I talk about blacks being in the Americas prior to Columbus, prior to the slave trade, right? Um, I use all sources from Europe, all sources from Portugal and Spain that's been translated into English that we can read it, right? So dig, you know, what typically happens is that when you see these black aboriginals, and they're primarily in Central America, South America, and the islands, and then we have uh, California, and then we have Florida, and then there's another source that uh, I got it in the archives now. Well, not the archives. I got it in the chamber. I'm just going to let it go when we're talking about black aboriginals that was in Beaufort, South Carolina. I'm going to release that shortly. You know. Until then, I'm looking at the comments of what we already been talking about, right? And uh, I, I just want to say this, right? Let me clear my throat. 
I gotta. <laughs> I just want to say this. We as a people are so more far advanced mentally now that there's levels to information now, right? You almost have to go out of your way to be a dummy, right? But we saw we are so far removed than what our elders talked about and what our elders' elders talked about because there's so much information in the world, right? So we're not on the level anymore. When you start hearing that term African spirituality, right? That's typically a term used by someone over, I want to say, 50. Because anybody under 50 know better. There's no such thing as African spirituality. There's a billion people there. Okay, so what's the spiritual system over there? There's no such thing as African traditions or African cultures. There's no such thing, right? So when you start seeing this Afrocentric kind of like jargon and um, when you start seeing these lectures and these books, right? More often than not, when you start hearing lectures and teaching about African and spirituality and all this, you're learning that from an American. Primarily a black American is your sole source is teaching you about Africa. And more often than not, that black American that's talking about Africa, he never been there, right? Because see, we want to be African so bad, but the reality is Africans never invested in black Americans, right? So you can... We can have comments, we can have conversations, but there's levels to this at the same time now, right? And I'm going to say this again because I want you to really hear this. Africans, right, they never invested into black Americans. So whatever you know about Africa, you learned that from another black American. No African came over here and set up one single school for you to learn about your quote unquote homeland back on the other side of the Atlantic. I just had a brother on the comment, right? And we're not, we just having a, you know, we're all adults and I'm not trying to insult anybody. I had a brother on the comments tell me that something in West, some people in West Africa had a boat and some type of boat is 8,000 years old, right? So, <laughs> so listen to me. <laughs> the brother told me that these Africans had a boat that's like 8,000 years. And my question to that would be this, you know, or my reply to that, I should say, would be this. Our people was in goddamn slavery for 270 years. Ain't none of these West Africans that got these boats ain't send one goddamn boat to come over here to help you be free or do nothing. So what, what's up with all this? These guys can make boats and they can come over here and the original um, black aboriginals, you know, especially these people we call Garifonis today because, see, the black aboriginals was in Central America, South American Island. Uh, we already showed documents that they were seen in Utican and Nicaragua. Uh, we know that the Garifuni started in St. Vincent. They migrated to uh, Honduras, but today they live in Honduras, Steel, and then California and New York and Florida. But see, dig this, though. Watch, watch this. They supposedly be an African group of people. And they got a whole story about how some ship crashed and all that. It doesn't matter. It doesn't even make sense. Then they have these different pockets where other blacks is found. And the label of African is thrown on them, but nobody knows what tribe did they come from because when they try to give you a tribe through Google, it doesn't match. Their language is not the same. And then we're told that I'm sure that they have West African cultures and West African traditions. What is a West African culture? 
It's 360 million people live over there. What is a West African culture? What is a West African tradition? And once you tell me what a West African tradition is, now you got to tell me what an East African tradition is, and you got to show me the difference between the two. Right? And then once you show me the East African and West African, well, what's the North African tradition? What do they do in North Africa? What do they do in South Africa? See, it's hogwash. That could have worked 40 years ago. Our people didn't know no better. Now we know better. And then what we really want to do is we cherry pick what they do in quote unquote West African places and countries. We cherry pick what they do and whatever they do that's pleasing to the West that we can agree with, we try to grab that and hold on to that. But the rest that they do that we're not pleased with, we let that go. Because they do stuff over there to be straight up, man, we don't agree with that. That's not, we're not into that over here in the West. Black Americans is not into that. And just because I say I'm not into that, that's not like I'm, I'm against quote unquote Africans over there. We're just not into that kind of stuff over here. But again, you can't tell me that somebody got a boat 8,000 years and at the very same breath, your people been in slavery over 270 years. That doesn't even make sense to me. They ain't get, okay, so if that's, if y'all the same people, how come they ain't send no boats over here to help you get out of bondage? It never happened. They continue to sell you off. But you calling yourself, I'm confused. Because somebody, I mean, sometimes we got to get to a point where it, you got to make it make sense to us now, right? Here's the real truth of the matter, though. See, everybody talk about African customs and African traditions. Until it's time for you to put that big ass earring in your nose. Then all of a sudden you put that underneath the rug. So you don't support that. See, everybody love African spirituality and African customs, right? It's too much time to do child sacrifices because in Uganda, they still doing child sacrifices over there. Everybody love African spirituality. It's too much time to put that big ass lip plate in your, that lip thing in your goddamn lip. Then all of a sudden, see that you put that underneath the rug too. See, you picking and choosing. Everybody love this African spirituality talk. And two, it's time to go in the field and let that cow piss on your head so your hair can change color so you can have a blind hairdo. See, we put that underneath the rug. Everybody love African spirituality until one of those uh, guys in Nigeria paid a devil with long hair that quote unquote looked at like Jesus and was able to bring him through and rob the people blind over there. Then all of a sudden, you know, when I enter the see, that's what we do over here. We pick and choose what we like to support with quote unquote African spirituality. Again, I just had a man comment about a boat that was 8,000 years old, knowing his people was on the plantation in his country for over 270 years. Somebody got to make it make sense to me now. They got all this technology until it's time to pull your ass out the fire all of a sudden. They got all this wisdom. Black Americans is looking up to all this stuff in Kemet, right? All this stuff in Kemet. But in 600 AD, the Arabs took them over, pushed them all out. So if that information didn't work for them and it couldn't protect their homeland, why you got it? What is going to do for you? This is how I think, man. We got to stay on the practical level. Everybody, Timbuktu is this, and they had all the knowledge, and they built this, and they built that. Yeah, but when you tell me about everything that they built, where is the school in your neighborhood that they built then? Since they built so much over there, where your school at? Because anything 
this is how I look at black Americans. Anything that you open your mouth and tell me about Africa, I know. Shit, another black American taught you that. Because Mobutu ain't come over here and teach you nothing. Kwame ain't came over here and taught you nothing. You wanted, you did everything you could to be like him. You changed your name. You changed your mannerism. You got, you went into your own home. You bought the African mask over there. You got dashikis in the closet. You Wakanda forever. You're reaching out to him. He come over here. He don't even reach out to you. Again, I asked, how many schools in your community is built by Africans? How many? They haven't built you one school so you can learn about your quote unquote true self. They haven't did that. You haven't had one quote unquote African scholar that came over here to the Americas and said, listen, I'm going to be teaching that this. I'm going to be teaching that that. And I want you guys to come out because I'm going to teach you about the true principles of Igbo, the true principles of Yoruba, the true principles of Ashanti, the true principles of Mandinga life. Man, that don't happen. The true, we're going to teach you about the true principles of Hasa life. You're chasing them. They're not chasing you. Umar Johnson breaking his neck to open up a school for black folks. The black celebrities in this country, they stay away from that man because their finances could be impacted by helping him. He talk all this African stuff. And out of all this African stuff, black folks in America had to give you the money to build your school. But you talk about this, you're the unapologetically African and, uh, you know, you got these brothers, they got their channels, and they talking about Ogun. Ogun is so everything is Ogun juice and all this old kind of carrying on. And after all that, when you get into a jam, another black American got to help you out. That's the madness our people is at. That's the madness our people is at. Yo, we feel like if we say we're black American, we um we like trading our turning our backs on somebody uh Hey man, you're a black American. If your family came out the plantations like mine, ain't no, ain't no way you 100% African, quote unquote. It's no way. Man, your genetic line, your bloodline is mixed up. There's no way. It's impossible at this point. Look, when that devil came out and said that America is a melting pot, he didn't lie. He wasn't in the pot. You in the pot. You mixed up. He ain't mixed up. Hey man, we in yo, we in we in this, we in a we in bad shape, man. <laughs> hey man, we got brothers telling us about Africa, what's going on in Africa, and I can guarantee you, whatever research that man or woman do about Africa, they got it from a black American. Because them Africans ain't coming over here setting up no schools to teach you nothing. It's not happening. They not doing it. You know how impactful it would be if the tribe of Ashanti came to Detroit twice a year or came to Cleveland twice a year or Miami or one of these major cities twice a year and they threw a whole convention twice a year and they just came through and they started teaching people about them quote-unquote sales twice a year. It don't happen that way, bro. And that man over the Ashantis, he's in the Forbes list. He got some real bread. They got some real oil tycoons over there, making some real money over there. They ain't coming over here to teach you nothing. We in bad shape, bro.
But I'm going to say this. I'm going to close out, right? I'm going to say this because this ain't no anti-African video because everybody love Africa. Again, until it's time to put that cow piss on your head, everybody love Africa. You got that dashiki. You got that unk. Good. Go out there and put that cow piss on your head now. <laughs> oh, no, you're not going to do that. I was, no, no, no. I'm not going to do that. Why are you not going to do that part? Why don't you put that plate in your lip? Oh, you don't want to do that neither. See, we pick and choose. Whatever the most westernized thing that we can live with, we go with that. Again, I say it again. It's 2021 and they are having a problem with child sacrificing in Uganda, man. Today, they just had a civil war in Nigeria months ago. Everybody was saying, pray for Nigeria. Them folks always got something going on over there. So what customs are they using? When you see, look, when you see them devils go over there and they build them churches and they got these West Africans, Nigeria falling all out. And Okay, so what custom, like, what is that about? What's the customs and traditions then? You know, there's so much I'm, I can say, but man, but I'm going to leave it alone. We're going to keep the video short, right? But all I want to say is this. All I'm going to say is this. And I can't say it enough because this is my litmus test. If you African and you are not a black American and you are truly an African living in America, my question is this. Why you ain't got no dual citizenship? That's number one. And number two, when our people went to Liberia two centuries ago, Two centuries ago, our people bought and paid for that landmass that we call Liberia today. We bought it. It belongs to us. Black Americans bought it. When you got there, those Native Africans, your brothers, called you an Amerigo. Look right at you in the face and said, Amerigo. Look right at you. Dead in your face. He didn't say my African brother. He called you an Amerigo. And he got jealous and he killed your leader. And put his leader in the top. And that place failed shortly after that. But you can't have it both ways. When you were in America. You said you African. But when you went to Africa. And we was there for over 200 years. That man still looked you in the face. That native African. And said you are in America. 200 years later. You got to let that marinate on your own spirit man. That's something that you got to consider. But until then, we keep having great conversations, right? <laughs> Peace and black power to your family. Thank you guys so much for hanging out. Hey, man, Real Black Contents Forum Podcast, man. This obsession with Africa is nuts. Peace. Until next time, man. Get it with you guys later. Peace.